Hello, this is Angie Meadows. This is The Rocker Recovery. We're coming to you from Expression Studio in Huntington, West Virginia. We're glad to have you for this radio show. Also be aired on my podcast called Rocker Recovery. You can find the PDF on enablersjourney.com. The study that I have written is about the seven pillars of wisdom. Wisdom has built her house. She has set up her seven pillars in Proverbs 9, 1. Many, many precious mornings I have spent with the Lord in His Word, and when I first made a commitment to arise early, I would set an alarm at 4.30 a.m. It was rough to get my eyes open. Slipping down the stairs in the quiet morning, I studied the Bible at the breakfast table. It was a chore and a discipline, but these wee morning hours started with drudgery, forcing myself to arise. I was barely able to stumble downstairs, but soon, oh, very soon, God would meet me there. I would pop out of bed before my alarm even went off. I couldn't wait to hear what the Lord would say to me that morning, and these times became a secret delight. In seeking Him, I found Him. The mornings went from drudgery to excitement. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are His judgments and His ways past finding out. Seeking the Lord gave me rich insights. When I would find a passage that intrigued me, I would ponder it throughout the entire day. And when I thought I understood it, I would be amazed to get even deeper insight. So one morning I read Proverbs 9.1, Wisdom has built her house, she has set up her seven pillars. This verse piqued my curiosity, and I could not stop thinking about it. Two years later, I was still pondering this verse and praying over it. Suddenly, I felt compelled to read and reread the chapters surrounding the verse. It took many months to find the seven concepts that could be the pillars. Could we have found God's seven pillars of wisdom, discernment, which is insight, truth, righteousness, which is honesty, knowledge, instruction, prudence, and understanding? Could these be the pillars of wisdom? The fear of the Lord became the foundation of my house and wisdom became my covering. So as we search out these hidden treasures from God's Word, we will surely find many more precious jewels to fill our house. So over the next 12 lessons or so, we are going to search out wisdom. Today, let's search out these seven pillars of wisdom. All of our verses today are in Proverbs 7, 8, and 9. So if you have your Bibles, then just go to Proverbs 9, 1, and we will start there. If you don't have your Bibles, if you're busy and working, or if you're driving, just listen. I'll be reading the verses, and you can hear the answer in the verse and choose it before I tell it to you. So Proverbs 9, 1. Who built the house? Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out its seven pillars. So who built the house? Wisdom did. And how many pillars did she put in it? She has hewn out her seven pillars. So there are seven pillars in wisdom's house. Now let's go to the second question, Proverbs 9, 4. What kind of people is wisdom seeking? Let all who are simple come in here. She says to those who lack judgment. So what kind of people is she seeking? Let all those who are simple. So she's seeking simple people. Now simple means young or just not trained in wisdom. A simple person is easily led astray. And we are all simple when we come to God and when we start learning about the Lord. And and children are naive and simple. Now, the Bible uses wisdom in Proverbs as a picture of Christ. It's a personification of Christ. It takes a word, wisdom, and it attributes to it personal qualities. So as you search out wisdom throughout Proverbs, you will see that it's referred to as a she. 
Now let's go to the third question. What does it mean to eat and drink with wisdom? Proverbs 9, 5. Come, eat my food and drink the wine I have mixed. Now if we're eating with someone, that means we're having fellowship with them. It may even mean that we're close friends with them. People we sit down and have lunch with are our friends. So as we make wisdom our friend and fellowship with her, then we're going to learn all about her. Number four, move down to Proverbs 9, 6 and see if you can find the first pillar. What does wisdom tell them to do? Okay, now it's wisdom talking in Proverbs 9, 6. She says, leave your simple ways and you will live. Walk in the way of understanding. Did you find the first pillar? Yes, it is understanding. Understanding is like insight, having insight into what the Lord is telling us. Now go to number five, Proverbs 7, 7, and see if you can find a word that might qualify for a second pillar. Hmm, Proverbs 7, 7. I saw among the simple, I noticed among the young men, a youth who lacked judgment. Now the King James says, I discerned among the youth, a young man void of understanding. So there's our understanding. And can you see the word that might be a pillar? I discerned. I noticed. So discernment, it's a skill that we learn as we grow close to the Lord and as we learn his words. Now let's go to number six, Proverbs 8, 7, and find the third pillar. This was the hardest one for me to find. This one, I read through these verses over and over and over again. I read through all of Proverbs. I spent two years praying for this one, and this was the last one that I found. Proverbs 8, 7. My mouth speaks what is true, for my lips detest wickedness. Now the King James says, my mouth speaks truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. So as I pondered this, I thought, could truth be a pillar? And sure enough, if I'm a liar, then I don't have that stability of truth in my life. So truth could definitely be a pillar in building our house of wisdom. Now, if we are wise, what will we speak? Well, we will speak truth and not lies. And what is wickedness? What is an abomination to the Lord? As I look up that definition, it's something regarded with disgust or hatred. So something that may cause God disgust would be a foul or a crooked, perverse mouth, a language that is not fit for a Christian to speak. Lying and cursing, evil words, gossip or backtalking. I don't know about you, but all my fingers are pointing at me because there are many days that I am guilty of grumbling and complaining. And those words are not to come out of my mouth. I am to be swift to correct myself. This is where I use that pillar of discernment to discern my thoughts or my words. And then I rewind it and I'm like, you know, that was wrong. Let me restate that. Let me say that correctly. Now let's look at number seven, Proverbs 8, 8, and see if we can find pillar number four. Wisdom's words are what? That's our question. What are wisdom's words? Proverbs 8, 8. All the words of my mouth are just. None of them is crooked or perverse. Now the King's James says, all the words of my mouth are in righteousness. So to be just is to be righteous. So what is not in a righteous man's mouth? Well, it's he's not to have crooked or perverse words. The King's James says he's not to have froward words. This is where I get my dictionary out and I look these up. A froward word means mischievous, 
errant, naughty, or bad. A perverse word means corrupt or improper. A crooked word means dishonest. To be righteous means I'm free from guilt or sin. I think I'd prefer to be righteous, even though I know I'm not. I'll have to have Christ's righteousness on me, because that's not something I can achieve by myself, is it? Now let's go to number 8, Proverbs 8, 9, and let's find pillar number 5. To the discerning, all of them are right. They are faultless to those who have knowledge. Okay, we've already found discerning before. Do you hear another word that might be a pillar? To the discerning, all of them are right. They are faultless to those who have knowledge. So knowledge could very well be another pillar. Wisdom's knowledge, or God's words in the Bible, are like what to them with uprightness and understanding. Let's read it again. To the discerning, all of them are right. They are faultless to those who have knowledge. So God's words are faultless. They are clear. They are right. And they are easy to understand if you have wisdom, if you have knowledge. So if a person doesn't believe the Bible, would he be a wise man? Let's look at Psalms 14.1. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Well, he's not a wise man, is he? The Bible says he is a fool if he says there is no God. Now let's go to question number nine, Proverbs 8.10. Let's see if we can find pillar number six. Proverbs 8.10. Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. Well, we've already had knowledge before. Choose my instruction. Did you hear it? The pillar is instruction. Look at that. And what is better than silver? Choose my instruction instead of silver. So instruction is better than silver. What is better than gold? Knowledge rather than choice gold. So instruction is better than silver, and knowledge is better than choice gold. Number 10. Let's look at Proverbs 8, 12 and see if we can find pillar number 7. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. Okay, so we've already found knowledge and discretion. So what is left in that verse that could be another pillar? I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. Well, prudence could be another pillar. Prudence means careful good judgment that allows someone to avoid danger or risk, the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. So who lives with prudence? I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. So wisdom dwells with prudence. Now let's go to number 11. Proverbs eight seventeen. Whom does wisdom love? I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. So who does wisdom love? Why, she loves those who seek her. And who shall find wisdom? Those who seek me shall find me. So we must seek wisdom. Number 12, our final question. What is the beginning of wisdom? Proverbs 9, 10. What is the beginning of wisdom? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And what does it mean to fear the Lord? It doesn't mean we're afraid of Him. It means we're in awe of Him. It means that we reverence Him. As I reverence the Lord, as I seek for Him, as I draw close to Him, 
then I begin to know him. So the fear of the Lord to me is the knowing of who God is and the knowing of his word and the subduing of my flesh and the ability to walk in the spirit by the power of the Holy Spirit through the mighty word of God, allowing the principles of God's word, his precepts, his statutes, his principles, his commandments to guide my walk and my decisions and my talk and my thoughts that I don't think what thoughts I want to think. I don't do the things that I want to do. I govern myself under authority, under the word of God. Now, what is the blessing of one who is finding wisdom? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So there's a blessing. Oh, that's a mighty blessing to be able to understand what's going on in your heart and in your life and why you're thinking the thoughts you're thinking and why you're doing the things that you're doing and why you keep repeating the patterns. Oh, if we just seek wisdom, we will find her. So let's ask ourselves some questions here. Let's have a time of reflection. Number one, can I avoid danger? Number two, can I see evil coming and avoid it? Says a prudent man sees evil and hides himself. That verse is twice in Proverbs, Proverbs 22, 3, and Proverbs 27, 12. It says, A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Remember, we saw that the simple were those that were without wisdom. So as we gain wisdom and knowledge and understanding and discernment and truth and prudence, we will see that evil coming and we will hide ourselves from it. Evaluation question for myself. Number three. Do I use wise words when I speak? I certainly don't want to be speaking froward words or perverse words. And if I do, I want to go back. I want to repent and I want to change those words. I want to like use an eraser and erase them and just say, let's start all over today. So number four, do I seek God's word for knowledge and understanding? If you want wisdom, we got to, we got to seek for it, but we're not going to find it because the world has a lot of false wisdom. And one of our wisdom studies will talk about the difference between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. Number five, do I have prudence, the ability to govern myself and discipline myself? Number six, what would it look like if I was disciplining myself? Now think about that. There's many areas of my life that need discipline. The discipline of going to bed, getting up, doing my dishes, eating the right food, taking care of my body, taking care of my home, taking care of my children, being faithful to my husband. There are many areas of my life that need discipline. Number seven, do I love wisdom? If you don't love wisdom, tell the Lord. Say, Lord, I don't know how to love your wisdom and I don't even know that I want to. Would you please hunger and thirst in my heart? Put that hunger right there in my heart that I might desire your wisdom. And then do you fear the Lord? Because if the fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom, then we must have a fear of the Lord. And like I tell my children, if you will lie to me, if you speak a lie to me when I ask you, did you do this? Then you fear your mother more than you fear a God. And I would rather you speak the truth to me than to lie to me, because that means you do not have the fear of the Lord. Oh, let me pray for you. Dear God, let each one of us develop that fear of the Lord. Thank you for your words of wisdom. Help us to grow spiritually, to have understanding, discernment, and insight. Let us know truth from a lie, to walk in righteousness and honesty with integrity, to have a knowledge, to walk in your ways, to teach them to others. Make your words plain and easy for us to understand. Help us to recognize when we are getting instruction that we may receive it willingly. Help me to govern my actions carefully. 
and purposefully and to discipline myself. Help me to have good boundaries and to confess my sins frequently. Bless me with good friends and with wise teachers and those that can correct me easily. Let me walk in reverence and respect in the fear of the Lord. And in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Now, as we go through this study, we'll take a couple of days and we'll study wisdom and the fear of the Lord and the blessings of the fear of the Lord. And we will study all these pillars. We will study understanding, discernment, truth, righteousness, knowledge, instruction, and prudence. And then we'll finish off with some more wisdom and comparing that to foolishness. And we'll understand the different levels of a fool, a simple fool, a common fool, a mocker, and a scorner. And one of the things I want to leave you with is Proverbs 12.1. This is one of the scriptures we'll be looking at. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. And I don't know about you, but to accept correction, to accept instruction, takes me humbling myself. So as we go through this study, I want you to correct yourself. Humble yourself before the Lord and say, Lord, let me hear your instruction. Let me correct myself. Let me love knowledge. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in your plain path, Lord. And God will do that. As we turn to him, as we come to him, as we love him, as we dedicate our hearts to him, he will do that. And we will be continuing this study for another 12 lessons or so. I'm hoping to have the MP3s and the PDFs up on the website for you so that you can go back and do the studies with your family. And this is The Rocket Recovery. This is Angie Meadows. I hope you enjoyed this lesson today. If you want to hear it again, you can listen to it on Rocket Recovery Podcast, on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and Pandora. And our website is enablersjourney.com. We'll see you later.